Good morning and welcome to Guilty Pleasures and Shameless Treasures podcast. Um, I know it's been a while since I've podcasted and I've said it before and I'll say it again. I'm a very random person. I'm not good at um, commitments and sticking to the same thing, consistency, but I'm working on it and I always come back to this. uh, So, you know, that's the best I can do. I'm not going to feel upset about it. Um, But I'm just here in Montreal. Um, I took a little mini vacation and I promised myself I would do one because I knew I would be relaxed and in a good place and have less distractions, at least when I'm in the hotel room. Um, so I'm leaving today, but I have some time and I'm sitting here. I love their Uber Eats here, by the way. I'm like a huge fan of Uber Eats in general, but um, here it's really good. I got my health shots and my health smoothies and my Starbucks brought to me. So what's a better time. I'm I'm in my happy place with being able to get my health my health drinks and my Starbucks brought to my hotel room. Um so a couple of weeks ago on the podcast I asked you guys to ask me some questions. It's uh because it's a solo podcast, it's going to be um it's going to be an interview with me. So I asked you guys to ask me some questions ahead of time and I thought I would answer them on the podcast. Um, and so I'm just going to pull them up and there's some that I might not answer just because I want to sort of choose the, the ones that I feel like will make others, you know, that I'm sort of trying to weed out the ones that are like not going to help people if that makes sense, but I still want to make it fun. So let's see, let's have a look here. Okay, question one. This is a loaded question for me, actually. How would your family and your friends describe you? Um, I would say that most of them would describe me as um, a really, like, upbeat, peppy person, but also, and, like, social, but also at the same time the polar opposite of that. Um, it's hard. I'd have to talk, sort of talk to everyone individually, but yeah, it's so funny how like a simple question can actually bring up so much for me. I'm having like an actual visceral reaction to this because of what I'm currently struggling with. And that's not trying to be the, like something to, to everybody So, you know, I would say due to, this is getting heavy right away, (laughs) uh, due to like childhood trauma and things that I went through, um, I was, I'm definitely like a really big time people pleaser and it's something that I'm really trying to work on. Um, but in that I sort of lost my identity because I try to be, to everyone else what I think they want me to be. So for example, if I'm around this friend, I'll behave in this way because that's how I've always behaved around them. And it's, I'm behaving that way to make them feel good. Um, so 
you know, going back to the question, it's it's really a, it's a hard one for me to answer because I, you know, a big source of my anxiety is I lay awake at night thinking that everybody hates me and it, and like not random people. I don't care what random people think of me. I care a lot and way too much in a very unhealthy way about what my family and friends think about me. And I'm worried constantly that I'm hurting their feelings and I'm not doing enough. And sometimes those, um, those things, the, those thoughts that I have do are true and do come to fruition, but a lot of the time they don't and they're not real. Um, but either way, it doesn't matter because I can't control it. So that's something that I'm really, really working on right now. You know, I worry a lot about um, a complicated relationship that I have with someone close to me. Um, and I won't name names or anything, but uh, I worry a lot about this specific relationship to the point where it, you know, like it really, I can feel the, the like the frustration and the, not the frustration, like the anxiety about them in my whole body sometimes. Um, and so now I actually started saying to myself and I've yet to do it, <laughs> but I really, really am going to, to try to do it this week is if I do have negative thoughts about this person or, you know, just worry about this person, um, I'm going to do like 10 jumping jacks or some sort of physical activity because what better way not that it's revenge in any way, but what better way to um, to deal with that than to do something good for myself? So that's where I'm planning on that. But anyway, that was a super long-winded question, so I apologize. Uh, let's see the next one. A sip of my coffee, I'm sorry. How would you describe yourself in one word? Whew complicated <laughs> complicated I have an ever-changing personalities and ever-changing identities so I would say complicated but maybe that's not giving myself enough enough uh, merit so I would say describe myself in one word um wow you know emotions I would say I know it's a hard one. Ah, next one. What do you think your mission in life is? Oh my gosh. Okay, that's an easier one. That's an easier one. Um, I would say my mission in life is to, in a healthy way, m- create a connection for others through telling through storytelling and make them feel not alone and and in turn heal heal those around me with my stories um and i have some projects in the works right now um going on so that'll be that'll be coming up and yeah that's that's all i that's what i feel my main purpose is is to just be that person to, you know, maybe sometimes I think that maybe I'm supposed to, and I'm not saying that I suffer intensely more than anyone else, but I suffer in in an emotional way a lot because, you know, um, 
I do th- believe that I have BPD, borderline personality disorder, at least a, a mild case of it. I think I've had it my whole life. Um, and one of the symptoms of that is that we just, the emotions are so intense, you know? So what someone might feel as of sadness to me, it's it's like an unbearable sadness in, in certain senses. I mean, I'm not I'm in no way discounting other people. I'm just sort of. Yeah, I think that I am destined to suffer a little bit more deeply, a little more emotionally than others and to go through some traumatic events because maybe I can take it. And maybe then I can I can take those experiences and turn them into something positive. Um, what does love mean to you? Well, if we're talking about romantic love, um, it means, sorry, I just need a sip of my juice after that really intense question. Um, it's the most important thing in the world. And I have an interesting relationship with love right now, if we're talking about romantic relationships and love, in that it seems to be something that people have a hard time, and they can they can function well in a, in a lot of other ways, but sometimes that one's a hard one for people, and for me it's the opposite. I find everything else in life is really hard. And love is really, really easy for me. And it's the only thing in my life that's really steady. So, you know, reflecting on that, I'm actually very lucky. Um, and yeah, I mean, my partner, I've, I've talked about him before. And he's, he's just, he's an angel. <laughs> he really is. He, um, I'm going to cry again. Oh my God, it's an emotional morning. Um, you know, he's probably the reason I'm still here. He lets me be me and is the only person that really sees me for who I really am and encourages it. And he's just, um, he's just an amazing man. He really is. And he deserves the world. (laughs) Next question. (laughs) Um, these are intense questions, guys. Thanks. <laughs> okay. What are you most excited about now? Well, not something I can share with you guys, <laughs> but soon. But there is a, there's an exciting, there's an exciting thing happening in my future. And, um, it's something that I've always wanted and, It's coming to fruition. And it feels great. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay. Um, Oh, here's an easy, fun one. Okay, there. That's what I need right now because I'm freaking... My makeup's pouring down my face. (laughs) Um, If you had to eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? Wow. Um, Jesus. You know, my mind sort of goes to like 
fancy food, but then if that's like not me, I'm like, I do like fancy food, but I am so, oh, I have to say like a good sandwich. Honestly, I'm a sandwich gal. I <laughs> eat sandwiches. Oh my God, my makeup is everywhere. Oh, sorry guys. Um, yeah, I could eat as good, like it has to be a good sandwich. I'm very picky. Like the thing is, is I like a lot of things. Like, I like mostly all food. Like, I can't really think of any food that I really don't like, but I'm picky about the way I consume it. I'm kind of like an OCD person. I have issues with food, for sure. Um, but I love food. And, you know, I'm, and speaking of which, I'm in Montreal, like the most amazing food city, and I've had just nothing but amazing food. My sister-in-law and brother-in-law took me to this amazing like steam bun place yesterday and I love Thai food and it brings me back to when I was traveling but honestly yeah a good freaking sandwich man like I would say what's the my favorite kind of sandwich like a good Italian like a lot of meat a lot of cheese lettuce onions mayo lots of mayo a bit of Dijon the bread can't be too crumbly or like too messy. The bread has to be like a good, uh, it can't be sourdough. That hurts my teeth too much. <laughs> it has to be, I like focaccia. Focaccia sandwich is good, but sometimes that can get a little too soggy. So yeah, I'm very picky about my, the way I consume my, my favorite foods. But yeah, I would, I would go, I like a good taco, um, yeah, anything really like meat and cheese in between bread is is my go-to. Lasagna, I would say, but it has to, again, special lasagna. Not the PC frozen lasagna. No, thank you. Um, I like a good lasagna. Lots of thin noodles. No cottage cheese. Maybe some ricotta. Bolognese. It's got to be good. So, yeah, I guess I lean towards... Italian, because I go an Italian sandwich, like an Italian deli sandwich, and a lasagna. <laughs> very, very passionate about food. Okay, what's next? What's your biggest pet peeve? Um, oh gosh. Wow. I feel like I have a lot of things that are my pet peeve. <laughs> As I get older, I get grumpier. But then as I get older, I also am able to let a lot of a lot of things go. Well, I'm not going to say a pet peeve that like my partner might do in the house because that's not nice. Um, so. Yeah, I will say rude people. You know, people whose intentions. Are not pure. That was my that would be my biggest pet peeve. When you give to someone and they sort of throw back in your face. Yeah, I would say that. I would say just like evil people. And like I don't think anyone's evil, but when people are functioning not at their highest self, at the opposite of their highest self, which when I'm functioning at my lowest self, I'm, I'm not a nice person either. So, yeah, I would just say people that, okay, no, no, changing it. People that are unwilling to see the other side of things. Un, oh, uh, la, um, what's the, 
What am I thinking of? The opposite of open-mindedness. Close-mindedness. Yeah, close-mindedness. That is my biggest pet peeve. Close-mindedness. I cannot. Okay. What's next? If you had to write a book tomorrow, what would you write about? Well, interesting question because... I am trying right now to write like a poetry type book and it's going to be like sort of like a Rupi Kaur um, version in that it's not going to be necessarily poems but excerpts um, and just um, just really dark deep met like little scriptures that people can relate to, you know, when people are in their darkest or, or their happiest, it's, it's all just like high emotional scripture sort of thing. So that's what I'm working on now. So I would say that because that's sort of another way for me to heal others through my own stories. What do you look for in a friend? Oh, literally the only thing I look for in a friend, actually, there's a couple of things. One is I'm not good at hanging out with friends. Like, I'm just not. I'm in a place right now in my life where I I hung out with people all the time. I was never alone for so many years, and I've lost my identity through that. And so I'm not able to spend a lot of time with people right now because I really need to spend time alone in order to to get to know myself and become friends with myself. So I need a friend that's understanding of that um, and gets it and knows that even though I can't be around them, I still love them and I'll still do things for them. But I can't have a friend that gets upset when I, I can't see them all the time. So that would be one thing. And then the other thing I like the literally the only thing I look for in a friend is that when I tell you good news, you're genuinely happy for me because when my friends tell me good news. I'm genuinely happy for them. And I don't ever want to like try to make my life seem shitty because I'm making my friend feel insecure and they're not actually happy for me. So that's literally the only thing I look for in a friend, to be honest, at this point in my life. And surprisingly enough, those friends are very hard to find. Okay. What would be the perfect birthday gift for you? Um, I don't like, like I buy myself all of the items that I want. Um, minus the fact that my boyfriend bought me a beautiful computer the other day. And that was like one of the best gifts I've ever gotten. Um, but no, my, the way to my heart is through experiences. Um, I would want someone to get me, you know, a a really meaningful, like, trip to go see, like, my grandfather's grave in in Trakadzi, like that. Those are the kind of things I like, like some really sentimental experiences because I buy all of the items that I want and I overbuy. So I don't need another item that I'm going to just be over in a couple weeks. So I would say an experience. What is your favorite word? 
My favorite word is fuck. <laughs> to be all, to be completely honest. <sighs> Sorry, my boyfriend is asking me when I'm coming home, so I'm just gonna answer him quickly. Um. Okay. Now back to the questions. Let's see what we got next. What are you not very good at? Oh my gosh, so many things. <laughs> and that's okay. Um, math, but you know, I'm getting better at it. And you know what? It's it's cool because right now with my job, like some like things that I've never thought that I'd be good at, i.e. um Excel spreadsheets. Oh my god. Um and that's all I do now at work, and I'm totally cool with it, and it's fine. So I guess, yes, there's things that I'm definitely just like not good at but I feel like and this goes for everyone like not me but I feel like the things we avoid because we're scared is what we feel like we're not good at but if we really just like threw ourselves into it and got rid of like those thoughts in our mind that stop us from from like thinking we can't do something we'd actually be good at a lot of things So, yes, there's things that we're just, like, I'm just, like, uncoordinated, for example. So, like, there's a lot of sports that I'm not good at. However, you know, if I, instead of when I was young telling myself, oh, I can't do that, if I had put my mind to it, you know, and practiced every day, and I think it's just so much about effort and motivation. And also, like, you know, I had people in my life when I was young tell me I couldn't do things. Um... And I told myself I couldn't do things. And I heard my parents think that they couldn't do things. And my grandparents and, and things like that. And so it's, it's I, think being, I think, being good at things. Yes, yeah, some people are, are, are totally born with natural talents and are just better. But I think that we can be, quote unquote, good at things if we just, if we stop avoiding them. That would my thing but yeah I'm not good at certain sports but like I said maybe I could be you never know um are you an introvert or an extrovert another loaded question (laughs) I thought I was an extrovert and now I realize I'm not (laughs) I'm an introvert no I'm an extroverted introvert so I do love like last night I went for dinner with um my my in-laws like I said or my brother and sister-in-law and, you know, I was, uh, I get like this, like before I hang out with like anyone, this like nervousness, like, am I going to be stupid? And like, blah, 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 like all those things go through my head. But then when I'm with them, I have an amazing time. And like, I, if I can just really drop in and just be with them, but I am, I'm constantly worried about things. So I, yes, I would say at this point in my life, I am an introvert, but when I'm around the right people in a certain period of time, not too long of a period of time, I, I'm an extrovert. Um, but yeah, I have to be a lot more careful with my social interactions now than I, than I did back in the day. Oh God, what was your childhood like? Oh, fucking shoot me. Um, okay, I need a sip of coffee for this. I had a great childhood in a lot of senses. I had a lot of amazing experiences. I had a, you know, not only a dad, but a stepdad who was amazing, who loved me so much and was so there for me. I have a mom 
who's fiercely independent and strong and smart and determined and did amazing things for us when we were kids. I'm going to cry again. Oh, God. Um, but like everyone, childhood traumas happen no matter how great your parents are. Um, and I was just born a little bit different, I think. I was born... hyper aware of people's emotions and and highly emotional and a bit of an intuitive in a way um where it was just like really hard for me and it wouldn't have mattered who my parents were so yeah that's a small a small version of that can't get into that too much. <sighs> what was your favorite subject in school? Um, English, for sure. I love to write. Um, okay, one last question because uh, I got to go read you my makeup and I've got to check out. <laughs> um, if you could hold on to one memory from your life forever... What would that be? Fuck, these questions are intense, guys. Um, okay. Uh, okay, I'm going to skip that question. It's just too hard. Um, I'm going to go to the next question. What was a turning point in your life? Um, okay, so a turning point in my life was... There's two. Um, two big ones that I'll talk about. So the first one was... When... I was in Hamilton. I was living in Hamilton. And I fell in love. I never thought I would fall in love. I thought that guys are stupid. And that, um, you know, I just, it wasn't going to happen for me. And I just never thought I, I would feel what love was. And then I met my partner. And I literally dropped I like gave up everything I owned basically and just dropped everything and and we weren't even together when I moved to Ottawa to be with him we were still like seeing each other and I just for some reason I just knew I just knew he was the one so that was a huge turning point for me because it love just totally took me over and changed my whole life for the better at first it was really hard and got worse but I stuck in I I stuck it out and now it's better um a lot better (laughs) And I don't, I'm, I, I just can't even imagine what my life would be if I hadn't done that. Um, so, and then, okay, and the second turning point was when I was at my lowest, um, when I was dealing with addiction problems and I got fired from a job for that reason. Um, and I decided to stop drinking and doing drugs and... And I'll be honest with you guys. I'll be totally, totally transparent. I do have a glass of wine from now now and then now. And that works for me. Um, I am so pro not judging anybody's sobriety path or, or just, or thinking that you know what, you know, what's best for you. Only we know what's best for us. And now I'm at a point where I smoke weed and I'll have a glass of wine and that 
that works for me in my life. But anyway, I just want to be transparent with you guys about that because I don't want anybody thinking that I'm some freaking angel that doesn't do anything because no, I'm not. I will go out for dinner and I'll have a glass of wine or I'll have a drink and I'll go home to bed. It's just before it wasn't, I wasn't able to do that. And the reasons why I had such bad addiction issues at at one point in my life is because I was unhappy and I was not being true to myself and I was depressed and not dealing and I was just, I lacked awareness of my mental health. And so I, when I got fired, I picked myself up by my bootstraps as hard as it was and I stopped drinking and I changed my life, totally changed my life. But it wasn't, it wasn't really about the physical aspect. It was becoming aware and forgive, first of all, forgiving myself for not, for, for like getting rid of all that shame and just realizing, shit, I had a rough life and I'm right where I'm supposed to be because of that. Um, and so that was a big turning point in my life as well. And if anyone's going through that type of situation right now, just focus on the mental aspect of it. Focus on your mental health, do therapy. Um, just try to dig deep into those dark experiences and bring them to the surface because once you stop hiding in the shadows with those types of things, it's when it gets easier to, to deal with them. But I don't envy anyone that's going through that right now because it is a fucking rough time. So that is it for today. I'm going to check out and I'm really happy I did this. And I love you all and I'm here. And if you ever need anything at all, you know where to find me. Bye.